0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you're on this present moment. This is Eric Castillo here with another beautiful episode of the Infinite Talks podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to The Frequency, The Frequency of Love. Infinite Talks is all about that, sharing positivity, sharing you know all kinds of beautiful stories here. And Today, I didn't really have a topic, but I did have a book in mind that's been an inspiration for me for the last few years. And I always talk about it, but I think today was one of those days that I had to go back to it. Um, it's called Where There Is Light by Paramahansa Yogananda, auto- author of Autobiography of a Yogi. This book is on insight and inspiration for meeting life's challenges. And I'm just gonna open the book and read a little part of it, and then we'll dissect it on this quick episode today. So All great teachers declare that within this body is the immortal soul, a spark of that which sustains all. Whence does our true personality derive? It comes from God. He is absolute consciousness, absolute existence, and absolute bliss. By concentrating within, you can directly feel the divine bliss of your soul within and also without. If you can stabilize yourself in that consciousness, your outer personality will develop and become attractive to all beings. The soul is made in God's image. Wow, we just lost the light. We just lost light. As I said that verse, the light just went out, bro. This is crazy. I'm gonna keep on recording because. Let's go. <clears throat> And when we become established in soul awareness, our personality begins to reflect his goodness and beauty. That is your real personality. Any other characteristics you display are more or less a graft. They are not the real you. So, I don't know, we're still recording, but the light went out right now as I said that verse pretty strange, man. It's I'm in the latter part of my lunch. I'm chilling, about to go back to work. I was just like, you know, I have a couple of minutes here. I'll record an episode. So I'm going to keep on recording and see what happens here. Um, So this episode was really out of the blue, like I just mentioned. And I really wanted to just... Share some thoughts because I'm I'm usually meeting people and I talk to people, and it's amazing how one conversation can change your whole, you know, perception of a reality, or it can either inspire you or derail you from where you want to go, where you want to be, for the good or the bad. Right? Sometimes you're inspired to do bad things, and sometimes you're inspired to do the good things. And Right now, when I got home, I was like, let me, I want to record just that I want to eat first. So I had some lunch right now, really good lunch. Um, But yesterday uh, was a cool day. I was at the, you know, pretty busy day all day, worked every day, all, all day. And then towards the latter part of the day, I actually went to go see my daughter play, you know, hung out with my son, my wife. And after that, we went to go chill out with my parents because they had rosary. They're praying the rosary, and they make some good dinner. So we ate with them. We prayed with them. But I felt like a really good, peaceful vibe when I was there because that's a tradition that my grandma taught us a long time ago when I was a young kid, and I kind of never really liked to pray, to be honest. It felt like really uncomfortable to spend a lot of time and not really have fun during those moments of prayer especially because I was a kid and I wanted to go play outside, play with my cousins or play basketball or play with the toys or whatever. But I've, I've learned to appreciate that moment of prayer with the family and being together because it's something that, you know, connects us all and connects us all from people who have lived before and passed away and people who live here right now and are able to experience it in the, in the in person. But my grandmother, she passed away when, like, in, back in 2014. She's been almost nine years passed away that she left us. But she left this uh, beautiful teaching that we get together, we pray, we eat dinner, and we have conversations, right? And yesterday we had a good prayer. Uh, we pray. We uh, pray for a lot of the people who have passed away recently, and you know, a long time ago. We pray for peace. We pray for all kinds of good stuff. You know help for the people that are going through struggles and it was just a very peaceful moment so today i wanted to touch base on that peacefulness so that's why i'm reading this book right now during my lunch hour and i feel like every time i read this book i feel like i need to reread it because i i've read this book maybe like seven six years ago and It took me a while to read authority because a lot of the stuff that it says, you need to reread it until you capture what it's actually saying to you. And this one is a perfect, you know, that the personality, where does it come from, right? And you think of God, you think about peace, you think about, you know, absolute consciousness, you think of existence, uh, absolute bliss, peacefulness and love. So when you concentrate on that, then you're able to, Living the divine bliss within yourself, and I think that's something that has helped me the last several years is to have that inner peace within me. I mean, I mean if you meet me in person, you can all automatically feel the vibe. You know, I'm not, I'm usually a peaceful person, loving person, happy and funny go to person. When I need to be serious, I'll be serious, and you know, and I can go on any angle, and I can actually talk to different people where were they at, you know, whatever they're feeling, I can easily, you know, adapt to the situation. And I feel like this book helped me a lot. But also the teachings that were taught to me a lot at a while, a while back when I was a young kid, those teachings were given to me. But I never really saw them as a, you know, I just lived through it kind of like when they give you the message, but you don't really listen. I think I was there, but I wasn't present and fulfilling that prayer mode or that vibe when I was younger. I think it, they were just downloaded onto me, and then later on in life, like right now, now it's all making sense to me. Like, oh man, like yesterday, even though uh, my grandma wasn't there, she's passed away, right? But I felt her presence because she is the one who taught my aunts and my mom and my my cousins and all of us how to pray and be a part of the community a couple of the women that go to our church here they were there and we were all praying and talking having a good time you know having dinner and uh i was able to we're watching the baseball game i'm not too much into sports but recently i've been tuning into this uh, baseball game because i love baseball it's one of the, the sports that i did like growing up so we're watching the the, not the World Series, but the ALCS, and it's the Rangers against the Astros, and everybody's vested in it. You know, the, the whole Texas, it's Texas uh, teams, and even the ladies who went to pray, they were like into the game. <laughs> They're like, "Okay, all right. So I was like, "I think we're gonna have to turn it off for now, right?" Because we're gonna pray. But at the end, of, and I was playing with him, like, "Yo, uh, I think I'm gonna go pray at my house um, right now. You can pray here. I'm gonna go to my house and I'm gonna pray from over there." I was just messing with him that I was gonna go watch the game, you know, but. Like, Actually, my, my, uh, I guess, my inspiration—or not my inspiration—but my, my high demand to watch that game wasn't like before. I think before I would have been, like, not even thinking about the prayer. I would have been thinking about the game and like, oh, who's winning? Who's losing? Uh, I want to know what's going on. And now, I'm able to tune out of that, you know, and really tune into the frequency of prayer. And I was all into the prayer, I was sitting next next to my parents, we were singing songs we were praying, and I know it sounds kind of like oh that's some old people' stuff, right, but at the same time I felt like man i'm I'm one of the younger people here in this circle. my wife and I everybody else was you know like sixties seventies, and I felt like I felt good that I was able to represent you know our our younger um family you know like uh, not all my cousins were ma- able to make it but at least I was there representing all my family and my cousins, you know, and just praying in a small group. It's just my mom, my aunts, a couple of ladies from the church, and it felt good. It felt peaceful. I was able to pray and, and like really meditate throughout the the session and, and be present, be able to sing and listen to the, the the verses that they were saying. And you know, it was a pretty good experience and. My kids were there, but they were they were like me back in the days, like, oh, let me go to another room and just chill over there. And I don't know, man. It's just I, I felt the vibes today. It was like, man, I'm in a peaceful vibe. Uh, my energy's very I'm not pushing too many buttons. I'm I'm just doing what I have to do. Uh one thing that I did watch from the post game yesterday, shout outs to the Rangers. They won and I can I can connect the dots right now. Um, one of the main players for the Rangers is Adolis Garcia. And he, I think he had seven home runs this postseason. Shout out to him. He did amazing. So they asked him in the postgame interview, he was the MLB uh, MVP for this series and for the for the ALCS. And they asked him, so how, what did you do to kind of like re-inspire yourself to play well after being through that little turmoil? I think they had an interaction or uh, altercation during one of the games, he got hit with the ball and, and everything went chaotic because they thought he was boasting too much on that previous home run. So the Astros hit him intentionally and it got out of hand and they lost three games in a row. And they're like, you have to bounce back from that, you know, so how did you do that? And he's like, well, um, I talked to my teammates. They, they got my back. We, they support me and they just told me, don't try to do too much. You know, just do just do the simple stuff and everything else will take care of itself. So I heard that last night after the postgame interview and after they won the 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 ALCS and they're now they're going to the World Series. So that made sense to me, man. I was like, you know what? Sometimes you feel like you got to do too much and you overburden yourself and you burn out yourself. So in these times and situations, you dr- you try to do too much. And you get overwhelmed, and all of a sudden, nothing that you try to do came out right. And instead of getting a learning experience from what you're doing, you're getting discouraged to continue the same path and to follow up. And, you know, it it could be anything it could be a job, it can be a business, it can be school, it can be a sport, it can be, uh, you know, anything college, university, or trying to get up the ladder in your current industry. So all of these situations happen, and sometimes we try to do too much. We try to be, you know, show off and, and stuff like that. And it kind of, like, I think people start, you know, feeling a bad way about it. Like, oh, man, these guys is like, showing off, you know. Or I know my dad, when I was younger, he would always tell me not to do that. Like, when I was a soccer player back in the days of a teenager, I, I got pretty fancy with a soccer ball. Sometimes I would do tricks, and I would laugh at the opponent. And my dad was like, don't do that you're going to get waxed, man. Stop doing that. So I learned very young, like, oh, man, I love to boast and, like, do all kinds of crazy shit on the soccer field and sports. But he told me, hey, be be, be calm and collective and, and uh, you know, be uh, uh, a sportsman. I mean, I have a lot of sportsmanship when you're out there and see how that works for you. So that, that always worked for me. I always followed that trend. And I love that I'm able to carry that over now into my professional life and those teachings that my dad had once for me, they're now coming into play and I'm able to, to use it in different facets and in the walks of life. And it's amazing how much you can do, man, just by being at peace within yourself, you know, the, the magic is learning how to do the simple things, right. And everything you do, I think the magic comes when you're actually on, within your own thoughts, peaceful thoughts. You're at ease with yourself and be able to get out of a, a tight situation and you're like, "Man, how did I do that? That was amazing. Like, I didn't even stress out and I got out of it." And now it's beautiful. Like, it's a uh, it's amazing how one simple talk or a, th- a thought or an interaction with somebody can change your perception of the problem that you have or the the path that's in front of you. And it can open up, you know, health, wealth, peace, success. It can open up opportunities that you never thought you had before. But I think you just got to do the simple things right, you know, and, and it's sometimes it's the hardest thing to do because the simple things aren't always simple because you don't have them in front of you or you're just not aware of what's out there for you. And, that's what what this little book helped me out with man just being at at ease with myself how to forgive myself inner peace um antidote for stress worry and fear calmness is the ideal state in which we should receive all life's experiences nervousness is the opposite of calmness and its prevalence today makes it very nearly a world disease So it's just calmness, man, peacefulness, inner peace. The more reckless you are, probably the more uh, W, I mean, the more L's you're going to get, not the more W's. You're going to have more losses and more, you know, hard heads, you know, learning experiences until you figure out exactly what calmness is all about. And it's hard, man. Some of us don't have that privilege that we've had a, a good upbringing or, the right situation, the right support system. And that's very understandable. Like maybe you were raised in a very bad environment with a lot of adverse childhood experiences, all kinds of traumas, you know, um, we don't know. But if that it was the case, learn that there's a way to get out of it. You got to seek a help, you know, uh, support system. But sometimes the the best help is yourself. got You got to do the research. You got to do the readings. You got to understand why. You behave a certain way, why you think a certain way, um, you know. Got to get away from those negative people, those negative environments. Support, um, you know, yourself with positive people around you, living in the right situation, listening to the right people, listening to the right frequencies, the right messages, and that can change the ball game for you. And it's very possible, and inner peace is it can be achieved. And the mathematics are always against us, but because we put ourselves in the wrong situation. Now, if we keep on putting ourselves in the right situation, sooner or later, the door that you've been wanting to open will open for you, and then the, next, the opportunity that you wanted is going to be wide open. You're like, man, I can't believe I got it now. That's amazing. Took me a long time to get there, but now I'm here, and that's what I wanted. So... Uh, this book, man, I really want you all to go get it. If you're not, this is not like a, uh, a religious book. It's really more like an antidote for different things that you go through in life. Conquering temptations is, I'm just reading this one right now. Sometimes it seems difficult to be good while it is easy to be bad and that to give up the bad things is to miss something, right? but i say you will not miss anything but sorrow everything that great ones have warned us like poison honey i i say i don't taste it you may argue but it's sweet well my reasoning is that after you have tasted the sweetness it will destroy you evil has made was made sweet to that, to de- delude you sorry you have to use your discrimination to distinguish between poison honey and that which is in your best interest. Avoid those things that will ultimately hurt you and choose those that will give you freedom and happiness. Sorrow, illness, and failure are natural results of transgressions against God's laws. Wisdom consists in avoiding such violations and finding peace and happiness within yourself through thoughts and actions that are in harmony with your real self. Whenever you... Whenever there is an overwhelming desire in your heart, use your discrimination. Ask yourself. Ask yourself. Where am I? Is it a good desire or a bad desire for which I seek fulfillment? Material desires encourage our bad habits by engendering false hopes of satisfaction and happiness. Sorry, guys. At such times... One should summon his discriminative powers to reveal the truth. Bad habits lead ultimately to unhappiness. Thus exposed, bad habits become impotent, impotent to hold men in their misery, making sway. So, this um, I'm multitasking here, so that's why I misread some words. But <clears throat> the main th- the main thing here is to to keep your composure. Find peace, not to stress out for what is not under your control. Control your own decisions. You know, um, the decisions you make, if it's, if you know it's not going to lead you anywhere good and you know it's a habit of yours, then you need to start swaying the other way. So that you can have what you want that's good for you you know um it's a little bit puzzling but the mathematics are against us and we need to start working against the mathematics and that's by controlling our own decision making and i always talk about that the smallest decision can make the biggest impact and the biggest the biggest decisions sometimes make the smallest impact it's like (laughs) uh i'm laughing because um sometimes small shits can give you the the nastiest you know cleanup it's hard to clean up and sometimes big shits have a no cleanup you're like wow <laughs> sorry for that but yeah I just just came up with that thought right now um <clears throat> so there this book where there's light it's a very good book go get it I really trust it. It's made a huge impact on me. I have it to everybody I come across with. I go back to it every so often and read little, you know, scripts from it and get some affirmations from it. There's one that I love a lot, or actually all of them are good. But when this affirmation is, I am submerged in eternal light. It permeates every particle of my being. I am living in that light. The divine spirit fills me within and without oh father break the boundaries of the little waves of my life that I may join the ocean of thy vastness. So these affirmations, even though there are, uh, there's all kinds of, 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 affirmations here. And sometimes you just got to read them and read them until you get them. They're like, oh man, this, it just makes sense now. But just by reading them, you're already spreading some good frequencies, you know? So go get that book. And if you don't, um, just tune into my webpage. Uh go to Infinite Talks podcast on TikTok or go to uh dot online. You can get all the stuff that I, you know, post here and everywhere and you'll get uh, the latest updates and all that stuff. So I really wanted to share that today. It's a quick episode, twenty two minutes, twenty five minutes, something around that at uh, that time. And I just wanted to share that uh you are value uh with your family or somebody's always going to value you and they're going to love who you are. Remember who you truly are and make sure that if that's not the version of yourself, that's the best, then start working on yourself to become the best version of yourself. It's never too late. Um, There's a lot of ways you can change that. You know, mind, body, spirit, financial intelligence. You put it all together, brand new, you brand new vision, brand new mission, brand new goals, you know, making uh, dreams into realities. And that's what it's all about, man. Taking care of your family, taking care of your, of your uh, community, taking care of yourself and expansion of ideas, good ideas, good things, good people, and good frequencies. And you're going to be a great asset to your people, to your family, to your community, to your country, to the universe, And to this dimension, in every dimension you exist, try to put them all together and be the greatest versions of yourself in all dimensions. So thank you so much for tuning in. This Eric Castillo here with another beautiful episode of the Infinite Talks podcast. Remember, we are not a brand. We are a frequency and go to the infinitetree.online, go check out the stuff there. I have a lot of cool little information there and I might start selling stuff there. And I think I have, um, Other stuff to promote there as well that I'm going to expand on, just working on different ideas and trying to expand this uh, good frequency. So thank you so much for tuning in. You have a blessed moment, a blessed day, a beautiful moment, a beautiful day. This is Eric Castillo here signing off. Remember, we are not a brand. We are a frequency and you're part of it.